Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite homegrown podcast here coming out of New Haven. And uh, Happy New Year, folks. This is the first podcast I've thrown out here in 2019. I know I'm like a month late and I'm coming in the tail end of the month here in January, but Happy New Year, everybody, um, from your favorite podcast host and friend here. Um, I hope you guys had a great 2018 and are already setting some goals and some groundwork to make 2019 an even better year. Um, I hope you guys set some goals and more importantly, I hope you're sticking to them. Um, without further ado, and just to get right into, uh, the guest today, um, my man Dimitri, he's a uh, Meech for short. He's uh, a guy that I met in a very serendipitous way a couple years ago. Um, the company I was interning for at the time did a piece on me because I was an intern there. Um, and they, they wanted to write a story about an intern. They chose me and he reached out to me because he saw on the article they had included that I was, you know, recording a podcast at the time. So me and this guy met up for lunch shortly after that, um, article was posted and he wanted to ask me more about producing his content and maybe even starting a podcast of his own, which we got a little into in the episode. So, um, you know, He's a really great guy. I didn't really know too, too much about him before the conversation. And uh, certainly, you know, again, the universe has, and this podcast certainly has a weird way of connecting me with people. But, you know, about two years later, he hits me up on Instagram and, you know, we become friends. We start going back and forth. He was so psyched. The podcast was still going. And, um, you know, we've been in contact since. And after a few reschedules and one or two pushbacks, uh, I'm excited to release the conversation, you guys. It's been a long time coming, and you know he's really a great guy. He's definitely multifaceted in a lot of ways. A very spiritual person, um, and and you know really, really I admire his work ethic absolutely. So Dimitri, anytime you want to come back on, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing in there, and uh, come down to New Haven for some pizza. Um, and as I said earlier, uh, one more thing before we start the episode. I, uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about goal setting, guys. I think it's an important thing that if you're not writing shit down, and we talked about this on the episode, you got to write shit down, guys. I don't know if you guys had made some goals for this year, but I made an Instagram post um, not too long ago where I posted my goals for the year, and those goals were into three camps. Personal goals, so life goals, if you will, rollerblading goals, and skiing goals. And it's crazy that at this point in my life, I have three buckets like that, but, um, here we are. So I was really psyched that people, I don't know, said this was awesome. Some people posted their own goals. So I figured I'd talk about it on the podcast and I know I'd talked about maybe the ones from last year in a previous episode. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to share these. So 2019, I would like to regain competency in Spanish, like probably most of you. I took a language pretty much all through high school, and I, you know, I haven't really used it since. I took six years of this language. I bypassed the college credits and all that from taking AP courses, and I never used Spanish again. And I, I don't know. I feel like now it's never been easier to learn a language with Duolingo and all these mobile apps that you can literally learn the language on the go. Um, I've been putting in about probably about 20 to 30 minutes a day and you know, it's, it's great. If you guys, Hey, if you're trying to learn a language, a great app is Duolingo from what I've used so far. I haven't experimented with too much else. So if you've learned anything else, I'd be, uh, learned from anything else. I'd be curious to hear what you guys have to say, but, 
Um, I've been doing Duolingo every day. There's like a placement test in the beginning. So if you've taken some Spanish or another language like myself and, you know, you're probably past the basic stuff, it'll place you accordingly. So you're not wasting your time. So I love that. Um, I've been doing that five days a week, four to five days a week, which has been awesome. Um, two days. This is my second goal. Two days a week, no spend days. Um, I've been doing this probably the last four or five months. Um, not officially or anything, but I'm trying to hold myself accountable to not spend money twice a week. And I've talked to people about this and, you know, maybe it forces me to think a little bit more strategically, but you know, maybe it just forces me to spend more money on a couple of days a week instead of spread out all over the week. I don't really know yet. I, I'd like to see the numbers on it, but I feel like any, if you can try to focus on not spending money a couple days, you got to be spending some money, right? You definitely got to be saving something. Um, yeah, I want to continue. Number three, I want to continue to grow and produce the podcast into 2020. This year, you know, as this episode, I know it took a couple weeks to come out. I don't know if I'm going to continue doing it week by week. I'm definitely going to try to put out a couple of month, but I don't know if I'm going to try to keep myself to that weekly standard, but definitely want to continue this coming at it probably three out of four weeks a month um, and into 2020. That's certainly my goal and beyond. Number four, um, this one is a weird one. This one I've definitely not um, had in my life. So it's definitely a new practice for me is yoga. I've been doing yoga twice a week. I don't want to go overkill. Um, I don't have, you know, some membership to some unique yoga facility, but I've been doing it on YouTube. There's uh, some really good YouTube channels out there. Yoga with Adrian um, is just one that I've really been using. Shout out to my man TJ for the recommendation. Um, and I, I've been doing it because synonymously across all sports that I talk to and all people that you see in their 40s that are still active and still playing a sport or you know living the active lifestyle who aren't breaking down, their bodies aren't disintegrating. It's because they do yoga and they stretch a lot. So um, I'm just going to try to do that two times a week and you know see if it pays off. And I'm definitely feeling a little bit more limber to a degree, but too early to tell. Um, I want to go to three new states. Number five, um, pretty self-explanatory. Number six is a, a reiteration of one of my goals last year. Eat out two times a week or less, no exceptions. Um, only like holidays and vacations, but pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, anyone who's listening, I've went on this ramp before. You got to cook. You got to cook, man. And unless you live like in New York City or something, and it's one of those weird situations where it actually costs maybe comparable to eat out because groceries are so expensive, you got to cook. And, you know, anyone knows I work at home, so I'm pretty much cooking all my meals. So if you just set that goal of two times a week to eat out, you're good. You're set. You're not spending any money and you got more money in your pocket at the end of the week. Um, number seven, this is a filming, uh, filming goal that, um, some will understand, some will not. I want to use less of the fisheye lens this year and more of just the zoom long lens. So for everyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's basically in the skate videos, we abuse the shit out of this thing called a fisheye lens. And it's that big circle fishbowl looking lens that we use when we're really close filming some lines and it looks really cool, but I feel like I rely on it way too much. So I want to use the other side, um, which I've already, I feel like I've already been making that step change, which has been awesome. I just need to get better at it. Cause I fucking suck. Um, 
writing the journal three times a week. Number eight, that's a new one. Um, I've been journaling for the last like year and a half, writing stuff down in a book. Uh, haven't been too, too consistent with it. So I'm going to try to definitely get that more consistent this year. Um, number nine, this is an aggressive one. Leave the country twice. Um, I'd like to maybe, maybe try out Canada. Like that's a weird one. I know most people don't even think about it, but it's right up there. And most of the time it's so close to where a lot of us are. So why not go to it? And I was looking at flights to go to like Toronto or, um, you know, Vancouver and it's reasonable. So probably going to try to go there at least once this year. And if you're following along the podcast here, my two friends, Derek and Gudrun moved to Norway not too long ago. So I will absolutely be visiting them. Just looking to solidify some dates, but hopefully in June, fingers and crossed your boys going international. Um, and then number 10, this is just a, you know, a cheap one, Sp spend more time with friends and family. That's a cheesy one that everyone should have at the end of theirs. Right. Um, so those are my goals. Um, I've been sticking to most of them, like I said, and commented along the way, I've been trying to stick after it. And the key to these goals is just consistency and writing it down. So, um, I, ho I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that might've inspired you to, you know, maybe get some goals. And if you don't have those goals, don't worry, start today. And then, uh, you know, set the goals and really think about what you want to do this year. Cause that's, what's important. And that was a huge tenant of this conversation. So enjoy the podcast guys. My man, Dimitri, right after the tunes. I know we did. We, I've been dabbling in it uh, a bit more with just the podcasts we have too. Because like recording wise, you don't deal with stuff. yeah. Like you have Fruity Loops and other stuff that we yeah. use. Is that where you, you guys make most of your beats on? Is Fruity Loops? Well, yeah. Uh, I know my it mixes. It's like Fruity Loops and Pro Tools. Um, it's between the two. Like people producers are just different. They they go through whatever. Yeah. Really Everybody probably uses different programs. It probably varies by like Mac yeah. and PC and shit. I think it's just like comfortability too. Just like whatever they like are more most comfortable with you know so it's yeah. just like i know so many people that are just kind of like okay like i i, I mean my beats here in pro tools because you're able to get this pack right that goes with the pro tools one and stuff like that so it's, it varies it like varies with all the producers i don't sure. do that stuff i just i just write I'm like, yeah I'm not yeah no i know i know you're right man yo and i appreciate you having me over to your crib in hartford like i was telling you before yes, i think you're the only person i know that actually lives in downtown hartford <laughs> would you say this area is on the come up or uh, i don't know i feel like uh, hartford from what i always know it's like people are trying to rebrand this area as like <laughs> this up and coming city for young people to move but i've lived 
lived here for almost four years now, and, and I don't see it, man. Nah, I don't think anything's changed. I don't think anything's <laughs> changed. I, I, I was always around uh, just going to school near, like, 25 minutes out from here. I went to school here, so it's just, so it's like, okay, I was always convenient in Hartford, and I had one of my friends live in Hartford. But the downtown area, there is, I, I wouldn't say that on a Friday night, like, you can find something to do. Yeah, you can. Of course. Like, 110%. It's just about if you want to do it in Connecticut, like, because when you get out, the vibe's not within the city. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to get out. I know they did like open mics and like comedy stuff, comedy runs yeah. like Friday night at like somewhere down the block. But it's like in the cut. Like you would have to like literally look at the doors and the windows for flyers and like just if like keep your head out on the swivel, you know. Yeah. But I wouldn't say um, it's the it's not up and coming. Yeah, I've heard more people go to New Haven. That's the yeah, thing. New so. Haven's not that bad. Like I said, out of all the places that I've been in Connecticut, and rollerblading has certainly brought mm. me to a lot of places mm. around. I would say, man, I don't think there's anywhere else. I'd rather live besides New Haven. It's like there's a lot of character in that area. Um, and the fact that there is all that diversity and yeah, culture, yeah. there's good restaurants. And I also kind of like the dynamic of like Yo. the Yale student and the ghetto. Like it's kind of a yeah. cool inter like interaction. I had a question about that because you talking about uh, food. I heard that um, I seen Barstool. Let's talk about a pizza place. Pizza place. Have you been yeah. there? Yeah, hell yeah. How, is it, is it really like that? Is it that I, good? I've been to all of them and you heard it Wait, here, no, there's that one place. There's that one place that was like number three in the country. Modern? So there's, yo, okay. Uh, so uh, anyone that doesn't know modern? what he's talking about, New Haven Pizza <laughs> has been claimed by El Presidente to be the pizza <laughs> capital of America. He went to four places, all uh, places review. Um, lowest place was a 7.8. Yeah. Every yeah, highest yeah. one was a 9.2, which is unheard of. I don't really watch the reviews, but ever <laughs> since the ones in New Haven, I've like paid a little bit more attention because I'm curious to see kind of the stats and where most pizza falls. Yeah. And from what I've seen and from the people that I've talked to, um, they scored unbelievably high. Yeah. So they went to the first place I think they went to was um was well, they went to four places. They went to Frank Pepe's, which mm. is the famous place with on you know all the signs and stuff on the highway. They went to Sally's, mm. Mo, uh, Modern, and Bar. So Bar's a little bit different because it's more like a nightclub at night, and it's like <laughs> there's an entertainment aspect to yeah, it yeah. as opposed to like. Sally's and modern and like even Frank Pepe's are just like these old school places where you go, you sit down, you get a whole pie. Um, you know, and which is another thing. I'm from New York, dude. Like you get slices. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't like that. A slice <laughs> is a snack. I don't need a whole pizza. Um, but without losing um focus here. <laughs> I had to say that. A, I'm, yeah, I'm going no, I'm going to New Haven for no, that. No, for sure. I'm dead serious. And anyway, so Bar because again it's a little bit more um, a little bit more on the night side a nightclub side night scene um, they scored the lowest at a seven point eight yeah, but yeah. Sally's in modern eight point two and eight point two both got the same score or uh, no no Sally's got a nine point two yeah I was um, then the other two got eight point eight which is crazy um, so <laughs> if you've it. never had the New Haven pizza you got to come down man it. it's it. really really good no if I'm ever down there I'm definitely gonna hit you too because I'm just like yo I'm at Sa I'm gonna go to Sally's because I think that's that was the place that he was like yeah this is it yeah sally's no um sally's is the one where it's like you walk in there and i think he said it on the review he's like felt like i was gonna get whacked because <laughs> yo you really do it's like this really really old Italian mobster <laughs> yeah and it's it's only cat it's a cash only business they okay. like tie the pizza up with like this string i've never seen it but it's a really really good pizza man you got to check Say it no out more. But I've been living there for a couple years, and like I said, I've seen Hartford, I've seen Stamford, Norwalk, the mm -hmm. little suburban pockets mm -hmm. kind of in between, 
And uh, I, I kind of like it, man. I like New Haven. There's an energy to it. Yeah. I, I got to go out there. I just know, I just yeah. know Yale and stuff school? like that. You went to so school? Elms College out in uh, Chicopee, Mass. So it was okay. like near near Springfield, um, probably like thirty minutes away from UMass Amherst. Right. So I was around that way. Um, and you played basketball in college, yeah. I remember, because that's how we kind of met. <laughs> so yeah, you were telling me about that. So tell yeah. me a little bit more about that. You played basketball growing up and stuff. I assume. yeah yeah. So it's just like um not like drastically. Like it wasn't like I was born with a ball in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like I think when I got thirteen, I became thirteen. My brother, uh, maybe even sooner. I just remembered my brother uh, was playing when he was like 15, 14. And uh, that was just like, all right, I got to do it. Like, I just felt, cause I don't know, it was just big brother stuff. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to be like him. Duh. So I think I just go into practices. I remember going to his practices and stuff like that. And I was just like, all right, let me start yeah. playing. So I was probably, I played in like my first like YMCA league when I was like 12. Okay. Um, I played soccer my entire life. So I was always fast. So I was yeah. like, that was a benefit in basketball, but I sucked at everything else. And yeah. then I was just like, because there's only one thing you could turn on the wheels, but yeah. if you miss the layup, oh, you, and you can't like dribble. Fool. You're a fool. Like, you can't dribble and anything. And it's like, the Brockton is like it is a mixture of the ghetto. It's the mixture of uh of some suburban. So it's like, but the kids that play basketball, that like it's the same. It's the same story, you know. Everybody's like, oh, I want to make it to NBA. So this is my dream. So kids are at the YMCA the whole day, and um, so sure like they're they were just way better than me. So when I right. first started, so I was I hated it when I first started because I just sucked. But I was just you know I gotta be better, and I was shorter too. So I was like, okay, I gotta yeah. just just work on it. So I just was playing. I remember playing every day. Um, I had a hoop on my uh, house like my dad had a hoop that he made a hoop for us like and we were just there playing that every day and night and then uh yeah just as time went by senior year came um but my path there was interesting yeah. so like my senior year I went like my whole entire life I went to this private school right so uh shirt button up pants dress right. shoes every day um from pre-k till I graduated and that was in mass yeah that was in West Bridgewater Massachusetts okay. so um uh, and I went there Graduated with, uh, <laughs> just guess the number of people I graduated with. Just guess. Literally. What? Just guess the number of people I graduated with in my senior in year. In college? In high school. Um, 83. <laughs> I wish. It was literally like eight. Eight? It was horrific. Yeah, it was horrific. Oh, my God. So, Dude, wait. So, hold on. <laughs> I had somebody on this podcast once from Montana, and they, like, their <laughs> wife grew up with, I think, 12. 20 25 people in their class but dude that's insane so yeah. was there were there sports i'm always interested yeah yeah so it was it uh, that's the unique factor um they had like a moment where uh they were really good i remember growing up like when my brother was there and stuff um they were yeah they had a good solid class they, they would have 83 like like amount of the kids okay. graduating right but that's time go by you know recession it was around the time recession hit too so it's like it was expensive so people couldn't do it they were sending the kids people to public school public yeah education, yeah right. so once Understood. that happened and also we just weren't like a top tier private school so like it was it wasn't worth it just send your kid to another top tier right. school especially like i didn't even know about this till i moved to connecticut mm -hmm. but there's all these like super super famous like charter schools yeah. that yeah. are around here that these rich people send their people like choat i've never heard of these yeah. places but yeah. they're super close by so it's funny yeah and, and those in places like that like in they my, just get more yeah, people to get go more people, exactly gotcha. and for ours it was like there was like it was just us or a public school and then if you want to send them to like a charter school like that, they're out of the city. They're nowhere near like where I lived. So it was drastic, yeah. And then as time went by, as I got older, um, people just started leaving and whatever, whatnot. But we had basketball 
and soccer for men, and then there was like volleyball and basketball. It was just like that's just, what I played. Yeah, man. simple. I played volleyball. And I remember boss. that. I remember yeah. you telling me that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I played. I played through college, and I even. I mean, through the last probably like two years, I've kind. I haven't been so involved in it. But even while I was going through grad school, I was mm. on the club team. Um, I played like in a couple leagues outside of it. Mm. I played like yeah. a lot of beach doubles, which was something I recently got into. But uh, now, as you know, or as I was explaining to you a little bit before the podcast, I'm a rollerblader, yeah. so I'm out there in the streets at the skate parks <laughs> trying to learn shit. But um, I come from a skiing background, so that discipline really helps me with rollerblading because, I mean, you might not like think about it like this, but you know, you think about basketball a lot, I can mm-hmm. see from your apartment. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 so you yeah. think about the way bodies move, so you could probably understand. Yeah. I spent a lot of time, like, you know, and skiing and rollerblading they're very different in the way you're kind of like if you've ever ice skated you know it's kind of like all on your edges mm-hmm. it's very similar so okay. i you know i've grown up like sliding on metal sideways and spinning out and shit so it's very similar rollerblading if you even think about how they look so <laughs> that's been something i've really really picked up in the last like almost two years now that's been fun and like i the way you were talking about basketball mm-hmm. man and how it's like on your mind all the time and how it's something you just want to get better at and you can't escape. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't really know you that well, man, yeah. but I feel like that's still kind of where you're at. Yeah. And I want to let you know, like, that's how I am for both of those activities. Like, that's what occupies most of my bandwidth in my head when I'm not at work <laughs> and sometimes when I'm at work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll and, say you're like, you've embraced it, like the style, like you have the drip of it. Like, I see like the medallion, the sweater, the hat, the hair. Cause last time I seen you, you had the short hair. Yeah. You were well, wearing the blazer. Yeah. Well, like, so, as interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I have embraced it and uh, I appreciate it. Yo, so I would just like to point out everybody, mm. uh, it's, 129 2019 a black dude just told me that i had drip <laughs> yeah i had drip dude. <laughs> no. i like the i like the, the medallion oh yeah though. yeah so this it's medallion like shout thing, out to like... my man jason ketchum um this one has a story actually five okay. or six years ago and anybody that doesn't know um i wear this necklace forever um it's been about five or six years man and it's connected me with a lot of interesting people just wearing a necklace like this a lot of people just ask me about it yeah and weird people come up to me and ask about it it's got me in conversations just like this podcast okay. with people i would have never thought i would have talked to <laughs> yeah so my buddy moved, essentially my buddy moved out to colorado he like graduated with like a four-year architecture degree but he didn't know what he wanted to do and was mm. having one of those like midlife crisis freakouts or whatever yeah. so he moved out to colorado like didn't really have a plan and for his first couple of weeks or like months he was really struggling and just like living out of his car, trying to find jobs, trying to find a place to live and all that. And like, I remember when he first got out there, he was like really struggling. So he was just wire wrapping jewelry in his car and selling it on an Etsy account. So I was like, all right, man, like for $40. And when you live out of your car, $40 goes a long way, man. That's like two weeks of groceries. So I just bought it. And, uh, you know, it's got to the point where, uh, you know, people started asking about it more and more where I'm like, bro, you got to give me your business cards. You're missing opportunity right now. So I started carrying them. Like I'm legit, man. I think I have one. It's like in my bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I didn't buy this for fucking 249.99 at some fucking store. Like my buddy. Yeah. And like, this is just a piece of string, dude. Um, yeah. It's art. It's art. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I like it. And, uh, you know, to just go about art, man. Like, that's what I like to do. It's not really, like, so much I view it as an art. It's more, I like, 
these are just the things that I like to do, like rollerblading, skiing, producing a podcast, making these like little Instagram videos and the YouTube videos for like our rollerblading crew. Like I love just doing all these things. Like, and I love having my hands in so many different things. That's kind of why I want to have you on the show. I wanted to get to know you a little bit more because I feel like you kind of do have your hands in a lot of things and you seem like somebody who's very spiritual and you have a lot going on and I want to hear a little more about it, honestly. I mean, I mean, literally, like, uh, just like I said, like, I think the thing was when I was younger, it was just all basketball oriented. Yeah. You know, so it just became very one dimensional and just was focusing on that for a long time. And then as time went on, I remember uh, when, I was in, when I was like in middle school, I would always freestyle. So like, guys yeah. just like banging the desk and doing like beats with the pencils and stuff like right. that. They're like, oh, freestyle. Let me try right, right. So uh, after that happened, um, it was just like, that was something that I was always considering too. So it's just like, all right, I'm like freestyling and whatnot. And then they're just saying, um, like, you should probably consider right. keep going and keep doing that or stuff. Can you hear me? Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, hang on. All right. Yeah, yep, yep. All right, it's working. So you yeah, were freestyling a lot. Right, sorry, <laughs> but just a The punching. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, just freestyling a lot. And then I um, uh, always found it cool. And then uh, as time went on towards going to college, one of my friends got into it, um, and he's rapping now, like as well. So it was like, okay, I remember he did. Um, <laughs> so he did uh, this like freestyle that was like a joke at the time, yeah. but people were like, "Yo, it's pretty good." So he's yeah. like, "You know what? Let me take it seriously or whatnot." So he was, we would like freestyle and make random songs. I remember we made like this mixtape that's like hidden in SoundCloud. Anybody could find it, but like it's hidden, like from like when we were in. Like uh, like seventeen, sixteen. It was horrific, but I to this day I'm like, so you've Yo. been doing this for a long time. Yeah, Same. dabbling for dabbling in it. I think I didn't take it seriously till like honestly, I didn't really deeply focus on it till I graduated yeah. college. And that's kind of how I've been. I've been making videos and skiing and doing all this shit mm-hmm. at a at a different level than what I'm doing now. But now I'm so pumped because I recently got like a really high end camcorder, mm-hmm. so I can finally like the shit that you see on my Instagram yeah, is like yeah, yeah. at a way high quality, higher quality than just using a GoPro recording me skiing and shit. You know? Yeah. So I'm like so happy because I've been like I'm like you. I've been doing this shit since I was like a kid, man, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. But the fact now that I have like equipment to match how long I've been doing it, it's yeah. kind of fucking awesome. It's because again we have the money and shit. We're yeah. Older now. Yeah. And that and that was the benefit. Like I was able to make that process happened because in, in college I was just focused on basketball but I always write songs and we'll just keep them just stashed and then uh, my senior year I mean I got my internship with Pratt and then I was saving up money so I went to a studio a couple times like that was like the first time I went to the studio I was uh, like the summer of 2016 and I was like alright and I was just dabbling in songs whatever and then um, when I graduated that's when you get the full time money so I was able to like save that money went to actually a studio around here Hartford Studios like it's right. literally like I could literally walk there in like five seconds and right. uh, the guy over there was mad welcoming um, found him on Google it was just like yo I need to get into the studio I'm trying to make an album and he's like alright cool and I made a whole album like kind of projected off of my college experience right you know? I saw that man you want to plug it it's actually awesome I swear I wanted to let you know I listened yeah, to it yeah, I appreciate before it. the show I listened to the whole thing um, <laughs> I hate listening to part, it that's dude it's okay thing. in part it cringes and, to me now dude like, I hear you that's how everything I make is it's like, I just, oh, I'm better you make now. it you put it you yep. forget about it you yeah, keep going yeah, yeah. that's how I view it yeah so like it was just like and that's how I, I mean my whole intention was just I called it Swish and it was like just oriented around um, the idea of just my 
the experience that basketball brought me, yeah. which was, I mean, at the end of the day, it was stressful just playing college basketball, way more politics, um, mentally, mental health, like uh, stressing about certain shit, like um, that a common 19, 20 year old college student athlete is like experiencing, like it's really tough. Um, just you're getting $10, you're going to trips to Vermont playing a whole game, and then you come back, get $10 in your pocket to eat. And like it's like you're back at home, back at your your dorms at one in the morning, and you have a test at eight, and yeah. you didn't even study because you had practice. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just kind of consumes you. So I mean, off that, and then also I had like really cool. I had like a relationship too at the right. time as well. So it's just like went that was that. Yeah, yeah, went through that. So it was like a mixture of those two, and then cool. boom, you know. No, and you know, what, man, and like even if it makes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're very proud of your project now, but I'm saying oh, even yeah, in yeah. a couple years, like you're saying, you view it as when you were seven, you're 17 year old, you're yeah. like, oh, that was cringy. Who cares, man? Because at that time, it's what your experience genuinely yeah, was, yeah. and that's all that you can capture is what's going on in this moment. Yeah. So it's like to think about it, me like. Oh man, that's so lame. That that stuff we did when we were seventeen, it's so cringy. <laughs> it's like it may be, but at the time, man, that was the best thing that you could put out there. Yeah, like, that's my best effort. So I could right. live with that. I could die, die going like, all right, I did everything right. I could. And uh, and I see, and I just I see kind of how your brain works, mm. um, just from the stuff you put out there. Because I'm I really like your Instagram, and I see again, you're very like it's deep strategic and the it's things, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. the thing I wanted to talk about, but I was saying for the podcast, I really like the whiteboard um and and you know behind me um he's got this huge whiteboard that's got goals all over mm -hmm. it um you know different checklists different goals and bills to be paid yeah. sadly I think, <laughs> I think yeah right bills. Um, i think that's a huge part of being successful as well is writing yeah. shit down because yeah. like it looks different from everybody but i assume this is something you've been doing for a while writing shit down yeah being strategic. Yeah, yeah i mean it's just i put it on a whiteboard for the, like when I graduated just to do it, but before it was always in notes and just stuff like that. But the whiteboard came when it was just like, Oh, I have an apartment now. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little added feature aesthetic to it. Right. And then it's more motivating cause I'll wake up and then I'll just look at it and just be like, all right. For sure. So I, like I have to honestly, there's some parts I have to update because like I'm working on something now on an EP now. And then also just like words of wisdom as well. You yeah. Know, like no, right on. I, I like that. And I like the way you organize it cause it's genuinely you. And like I, um, and you know, it's crazy because how many people you come in here and comment on that and go, yo man, I don't do anything like that. So <laughs> many, like so many people. Cause I tell them I have a similar experience. Yeah. I have a little black notebook that literally fits in my pocket. I started doing this three or four years ago when I started going to grad school and I had yeah. Pratt and like the internship at the school. It was like, I had so much going on that I needed to write down everything. Yeah, I was screwed. Yeah, yeah. So I started just writing every single week, like my little goals, exercise, one, two, three, four, write in my journal three times, do the podcast, edit the podcast. Like I have like, you know, do laundry, everything from write a bill to mail something is on that list and it's all in one centralized spot. And like, it's so crazy because those are the things that make you successful. Yeah, like just yeah. writing shit down and committing to them. Cause I don't know about you, but like, if it's in my book, I won't do every one of them, but if I, if I got 15 things on there at the end of the week, 13 out of 15. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm exactly. So I'm way more productive <laughs> when I plan. And it's, and it's not even like people are probably thinking right now, how can I organize like my life like that? And like, it's different for everybody, yeah, right? Maybe yeah. the whiteboard works for you. I like having it in a small pocket size thing. Some people have a complicated thing on their phone. Yeah, but like, yeah. Um, I think that's really sick that you do that, man. I, I think not you appreciate should definitely it. Yeah. should. Simple, simple. I just like the aesthetic of it too it's just like i see it all the time 
with like people in studio rooms and stuff like that and they'll just write it i'm like oh i want one yeah simple amazon boom yeah, yeah, absolutely done. No, so that's cool. So you um so you started so you started doing this music, you put out Swish, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, what what kind of was the response from there, that album that you put out? Was your most of your friends and family? Because I see a lot of the people that um, you know, that comment on your stuff, they seem like people that you're around and like mm-hmm. the people you grew up with mm-hmm. and shit. So I'm kind of just curious, like, did you get any exposure from Swish? Yeah, so I got a lot of it was more so uh a lot, a lot of people that came from schools, like so. I had met people at my school, and then yeah. obviously those are the friends. But they they live in totally different areas. So when they were supporting it, I was able to get people from like you know Oklahoma, uh, Georgia, um, people from Connecticut. I mean, I'm from Boston originally, around that way, around that way. So it's just kind of like okay, I was getting that, and then um, just being around more so the artists in my city so just being from i'm from brockton mass so it's just like those people that were supportive um i was kind of open to that market a bit more too so i I would definitely say um commenting wise it'll be people i know and love but like when i go on uh, my soundcloud and stuff and i see the interactions it'll be like the total opposite it'll be people and usernames i have no i've not seen in my life for sure so that's that's when i was like all right this is dope and i seen the plays too so when i seen that those two things that was able to just kind of make me feel like all right so i'm I'm reaching i'm reaching an audience so uh i gotta connect you with this guy he's Mm -hmm. out of boston i don't know if you know i'm curious his name's young juice you know young juice he's a a rollerblader he's a guy that i I know he he basically produces soundcloud beats and okay stuff. and uh he's a he's a really good rollerblader he's sponsored by a few companies and he's uh, he's someone i actually know he's like 20 he's like 25 he's around our age so if you want me to connect you then man no I, I, oh, what? I, awesome. I love i love to meet people man that's just what it, I, at the end yeah, of the day i'm I just curious if you knew him because no i'm curious if, i want to see if people i follow know him that's yeah. the thing because it's probably a really sm- and the, what i'm finding meech is that all these um all these communities that people are a part of, they're all like very similar in the respect that you may know somebody who knows this guy and you like, it's small enough to where you probably actually have ran into each other at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how the blading community is. There's not too many of us out here, but Hmm. um, you know, if you're like, Yo, I saw this dude on rollerblades in Connecticut. It's like, I probably know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm going to definitely, I'm going to follow him. Yeah. Now definitely tell him. Just tell him like I'm. I'm I'd be chilling, man. Just uh, I I I'd be with the people that from my city for the most part. We just right. like we have our own little collective, just getting stuff going. So yeah. what's it called, man? I, I like I know you're you're <laughs> under your like own brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole thing is uh, it's called Van Buren. They're called we're called Van Buren Records, in a sense. So um, I just know it was originated from one of my childhood friends and the people he met. Um, he left my private school, right, and he went to a public school, and he met people over there and made connections with those guys that were into fashion, music, and um, they kind of just and they were into like they binge watched like Seinfeld. Right, and it was like an episode called the Van Buren Boys, and he's like, "Yo, like," and it was like one of his favorite episodes. So he's like, "Yo, we're Van Buren Boys." Da, da, da. That's dope, and it was like dude, it was like I, these like jiggy like Italian like something like that. They're like yeah. these jiggy foreign guys. It was, yeah. it was whatever. Like, oh, the Van Buren Boys are coming through. Just kind of like the aesthetic. So, um, that's dope, yeah, dude. I really yeah. fuck with that. So it's dope. Collective of just like producers and um uh with rappers um and then uh art uh designers. One of them is one of the guys is designing. Uh, two of the guys are designers, and like it's just kind of dope. It's just different aspects nice. that we have. You know, That's different awesome, styles, man. flows, all that. Yeah. So you guys, you guys record a lot. Like, where where are you guys primarily? Where do you guys record? Is it um, just anywhere. That's a mixture because I'm literally the only one that's 
Lily this area. Well, it, well, it uh, far away. Like I'm from, he, I'm here, and then um, one of our other boys, Mo, he is in L.A. So and he's the designer. So he went oh, to sure. L.A. So he moved to L.A. rightfully so. Um, and then everybody else is back at home in Brockton. So they they will like when I go home, we'll all record at this one studio, and then like kind of just go from there, you know. Cool. Yeah, I follow. Like I said, I follow like some of the stuff you guys do. It's definitely awesome, and like I I uh, I can really appreciate the amount of work you guys put in. For like a release of a song. Like oh yeah, yeah, videos, yeah. The it's video. deep. Yeah, like you guys <laughs> go deep, and that's and you know I kind of almost am pushing myself to be a little bit more like that. Mm, mm. Um, obviously, shooting rollerblading and shooting a rap video is very different. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's like if me and you go out outside right now to the streets and go film a couple of handrails, right? It's like, yo, we have all these really sick clips that you want to just push out to yeah, the world, yeah. but you got to sit on them because yeah. like over time <laughs> that leads to something even sicker. But it's like having how to like package that and put it to the world is like a whole nother game. And I think it's probably similar to like what you're saying, like how you promote something and yeah. like the teasers and stuff you guys do, like who produces all that shit? That that's more so, uh, our own perspective. Cause I know I personally had my stuff done with, uh, one of my friends from school. And then, um, I, I know we usually get clips and we will do it through one of our main boys, uh, Felix, and he used to be a graphic designer, like major. Yeah. So he's very deep into like, a, he could do all that Photoshop stuff. Yeah. So we will get him to like do clips and do all that promo stuff for us. We'll, we'll tell him, hey, we want X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, but then he, there's people out in Brockton, um, back in my hometown that are filmmakers. Uh, they take pictures and they do all that. Sure. Um, very creative people, man. Very talented, a lot of talent over there. So they'll get those type of people to do theirs for the most part. But um, yeah, like cover yeah. arts and uh, promo clips would either be from some of my boys that I know uh, personally outside of the group or Felix, who is yeah. a group member, you know? Fucking right, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And like I said, it looks it looks quality. So it's, yeah. like, it's not like you guys are... Because I've talked about it even in this, like on this show, it's, um, you know... Now the fact that everybody can put content mm -hmm. out there, mm -hmm. there's just such an overload. So I feel like people almost have a demand for it to be at a certain level. I mean, granted, yeah, it's a SoundCloud song, right? How yeah. much of a production value is going to have? Mm. But I, I do believe there should be a certain level of production. Like if you're going to put your name on it, it can't just be you talking at a screen yeah, yeah, and like just selfie. posting it and being like, yo, this is my work. <laughs> and it's like, yo, try harder, you know? And, and that's the thing. I'm trying to stray away from that too. Like SoundCloud's yeah. a little like, it's getting down, to, like drained out a little bit right now. So it's kind of, um, I just know a bunch of us were talking about just streaming. Streaming services is the way, like you got Apple Music, Spotify, all those playlists are popping. You have all these blogs that are going through the streaming services so um that's the thing that that that, that whole agenda has to kind of change a little bit with soundcloud like rap because it's just like so watered down there's so a billion people could find us on cloud so that's the thing that's the reason why we want to present ourselves as such with yeah. promoting you know man also like it's pretty crazy i use soundcloud obviously mm. a little bit but I don't know. I I feel like most people don't have the SoundCloud app on their phone. You yeah, know? exactly. That's, that's what I'm the saying. Thing. On the phone, like, they that's don't drastic. have it because yeah. it. We're in the age of mobile. Yeah. Mobile is everything. Yeah. Like so, I feel like most people don't even have the SoundCloud app. Like when I tell people when I first started this podcast, like two two and a half years ago. Um, People like would always ask me, are you on iTunes? And I'm yeah. like, you know what? No, not yet. And yeah. then all of a sudden I did some research like a year ago and I'm like, 
all I have to do is just <laughs> fill out this form and that's it. I'm yeah. going to do it. So yeah. I started like getting on other platforms because I'm like, I don't even know. And to be honest with you, dude, it's not, I don't know what your goal is. And I'd, I'd yeah. be curious to see, like to hear. Mm. Um, I don't know what your end goal with the whole music thing is. But for me with my creative shit, I'm not going to quit my day job and put gamble down on all this stuff that I yeah. do. This yeah. is just something I'm doing for fun. Mm. And because this is what I like to do at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't like to sit here and watch the fourth season of parks and rec for the third time <laughs> great or, show uh, great show whatever go down like you know go downtown every fucking night drink in like yeah. this is what i like to do like these are the things i do um and you know i try to do them well but like i said i'm not trying to make a career out of this yeah. by any means so yeah. i is that kind of like what's the end goal with you are you just Man. Keep going and see how it goes i just know uh our, the, 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 the like felix in our group just has it to me like he just has that sound, and I believe that's something. Shout out to Felix, Shout out to Felix Lord Felix. That's my <laughs> that's my guy. The group the group members is Lord Felix, Giles. Got to shout him out. Uh, Mo, uh, Shelby, Benji. Uh, we have a bunch of people. Biko, um, I feel like Ricky, which is Felix's brother, little brother. It's a bunch of us, and um, it's just kind of like I I think he has it. Like I just believe he got it. He has the sound and he has the vibe. If you go on my Instagram, he was just a recent clip I put up. Um, but like it was uh, it's a thought of mine. It's a thought of mine that I've thought about from time yeah. to time. Um, and you know what? I'd be lying to be honest with you, Dimitri. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I thought about it too. Like I am by no means a legitimate videographer or podcaster by any means. Yeah, I have yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing. Um, no formal education, no accolades. But opportunities happen, like you know. Um. All of a sudden, maybe somebody asks you um, in a couple of months, mm -hmm. hey, you want to do this thing? Mm -hmm. And then that thing leads to a good relationship. And then a couple years down the line, maybe that relationship pays off. So, like, you never really know. But I think about, like, maybe sometimes in a cool reality of, you know, maybe in five, six years, I stick with this, like, video thing. And there comes a cool decision point in my life where I got to figure out, yeah. do I stick with the safe route or do I go with what I really want to do? Wouldn't that be a cool life? Um, and I'm not saying that that's what I'm shooting for, but it's like, man, wouldn't that be a cool like decision to have to make? Like quit your like job and for your education yeah. to work so hard to go gamble on something that you really want to do. Like, dude, that's the kind of like life that I want to live, you know? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. When, I mean, maybe I, like, you, like you're, you're worried, like you're thinking about it, but like, I mean, personally, like, um, I mean, I, right now I take it seriously. Like, don't get me wrong. Of if I'm making music, yeah. I'm taking it very seriously, but uh, I think the vision right now for me is literally just to influence people. So it's like, all right, I'm going to influence people. I'm going to be impactful. I'm going to be very one of the top artists in, in our area. Like, that's my mindset. But um, I think I just remember my father was telling me one day, like, you just can't be a one-trick pony in a sense. So that you got to be very well-rounded. And that's the reason why I have just so many uh, other thought processes. Like, I'm really deep into psychology. I, I love yeah, the mind. So much of school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, the thought process. I love the mind. I love... Um, like I said, basketball, just science, science and art of basketball. So yeah, my, my mind's kind of everywhere. I don't, I don't want to be. I want to be like a Renaissance man. Yeah. But like, and that's how I am, man. I, I'm not into one thing either, and I, I love that about you because 
that's like something I think we all get a little bit too yeah. pigeonholed in. Yeah. And be, I think that starts in like high school, man. It's mm -hmm. like you want to go to college for a sport because you think it's really cool. So maybe you stop doing everything and you only focus on one sport. Yeah, yeah. And then you graduate and it's like, wait, that sport's like not really in my life anymore. I have to kind of make it in my... And like you're not used to having that shit set up. So yeah, it's like yeah. it's cool that you are um, still expanding and trying to learn more because... I really think personally after school is over, like the learning shouldn't be over. You should still be trying to learn new shit every day. Yeah. I, I honestly, I honestly, I don't think I learned way more in life than I did in school personally. So that's right. just like the last two years, it was just way more of a self-reflection than in school where it was just, I'm using all these things and all these subjects where I'm not even utilizing them right now. Um, but I, I don't I let that. That's very interesting to me. I, I think if you really do want to go that corporate route, you want to make a lot of money, at uh in, in a business venture i mean that's the perfect way to go just go to school get your grades get your get your degrees and just kind of go that route but um i for those people that i know way too many successful people that don't even have bachelor's degrees and yeah. it's just like their their life is very they're very content with their life they love what they're doing they're striving every day which is that's that, and then the goal of this happiness is, is success so it's just like that's that's an interesting factor to me. So if you feel like you your master's was useful, your your bachelor's was useful, all that time was useful, and right now where you're at, you, this is probably the happiest you've been, even excluding the times you were in your master program. This and the third. That's when you're like, okay, like maybe I was happier doing rollerblading and doing videos and chilling, like you know, working where I'm working and just like vibing and kicking it, going to Colorado. Like that's that sounds like you're more happier then than it was yeah. when you're just like, oh, I'm so this, I'm so that. I gotta have my degree. I gotta have this GPA. Right. Like it's so it's a lot of stress. Right, you're right. But something I and I would like to point this out for other people listening as well. It's like you have to think about it and we're often short sighted when we're going through things that we don't like, mm -hmm. like school and things that take a long time to pay off. Because think about your education and how long education, just the concept of education was in your life, how long you were in school until it paid off, man. How many years? Almost 20 years. Yeah. And like That's crazy. people aren't that patient when it comes to a lot of things in life. So it's like most people don't double down and strategically navigate their way through high school and college to set themselves up to have a life like we have, man. Yeah. Where I don't want to say it's we're, we're privileged to be here because we're not. We worked hard to get where we were. But it's like, yo, now all of a sudden me and you aren't really tripping about like paying bills and all this yeah, stuff because yeah. we invested properly. Yeah. And you're right. There are so many people that didn't go to college and are successful. You're absolutely right. There's so many people that go to college and are unsuccessful because, again, they don't navigate it through it strategically. Mm. And it's like, you know, you see all these kids coming back from college with degrees that they like don't use and then that's the narrative it's like oh i can't find a job the job market sucks oh, yeah. and it's like yeah. yo not really man if like you have a job that's anything white collar in this state in connecticut like dude if you apply to 20 jobs a week i promise you you will get a job yeah that's yeah. what i tell people How that's, that's a lot that's a lot of passion though to do it like like <laughs> that's a lot of ambition like i'm gonna apply to 20 jobs and get it because a lot of people just talk bro, i'm an animal yeah man. but I people apply. just talk man yeah but yo i ain't talk boy i just fucking <laughs> do it son i do i respect when it I, bro when i was on employed um so i i after it was, was the gap the gap after pratt then okay so yep so i, I, I graduated from university of new haven in may of 2017 um and my internship ended and for um about five six weeks maybe um i just 
I applied for, like I said, legit five, six jobs a day. Mm. I answered emails. I had phone calls like two, three hours a day. I would do that. And then from like 12 to 1.30, I taught myself how to rollerblade every day. That's I'd dope. come home. I'd shower. I'd eat. Um, and I'd go play beach volleyball from like four to nine, eight or nine o'clock. And you would, you, you would say you did that for five, four or five weeks and like, for the most yo, part? Be, but because, hold on, I want to say this. Yeah, I did it for four or five weeks. <laughs> and like, yes, it sucks, man. Unemployment sucks because everybody's always asking you, hey, how's it going? How's yeah. the job search? And like, yo, it beats you down. But that's the way to handle it is like, yo, make, get it out of the way in the morning and then make your day like a positive thing and yeah. like enjoy time doing things that maybe you don't get to do when you have work all the time you yeah, know yeah. maybe go get lunch with that friend that you never get to see or go home and travel a little bit yeah more. yeah um so yeah like that's kind of that was kind of what happened to me after school but i um i i don't know what i don't know i've i've come to like connecticut it's not so bad living here people really shit on it and there's this guy i have on this show sometimes mm. he's a <laughs> ct super fan okay he's this guy he loves connecticut and he's made me look at it a bit different of a way like hartford right like maybe this isn't the ultimate place to be yeah but you're in a good strategic location yes and there are some good things around yes here. so it's like if you just like stop looking at connecticut in a shitty way and be like yo we're actually close to things there's a lot to offer as a state like you know, there's shopping, there's beaches, there's like malls, there's all types of restaurants. Like there's a good amount of shit to do here. Yeah. Um, and I, it's really changed the way I've thought about the state. And I'm like, you know what? I never thought I'd be here and like being enjoying it so much. But like Connecticut's not so bad. You man. can see yourself here like, uh, say 10 years. I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, like, the time being, like, I'm enjoying it as a state, okay. man. All right. Um, But I don't know what the next move is for of me. Course, of I course, I probably, yeah, like, yeah. I would really like to move out west possibly someday, like I was saying before the yeah. podcast, yeah. like Colorado or, like, maybe even California or something like that. But um, you're going to stick around here probably, or you said... Oh, hell no. I, I, like, I would have to meet the CT super fan, because I'm curious about what he has to say. Because, like, I'm, dude, I'm no, the opposite, should, man. Dude, you should listen. Dude, you should I have listen to listen to it, because, like, I'm curious to hear... Because, like, that's that's so interesting to me, because, like, just being from uh, just being from my city, like, in Brockton, I, lo I love what it brings. And then uh, being near Boston, so it's just always being in the city over there. Boston's just like it's Boston, you it's know. Got, it's huge got market. Shit going on, right? Yeah, it got shit going on. So it's just kind of like okay, now you're in Hartford, Connecticut, and it's just kind of like I, I've met the people that I've met that are homegrown. Um, it's interesting. Like they they really do truly seem authentically happy about being in Connecticut. I just got to figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, I got to find it. Cause I don't, no, I don't and, see it. And to be honest with you, and not to sound weird, but that's kind of why I've been like reaching out to try to make this podcast happen. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, I feel like like you live up here, and like there's probably not a whole lot going on after work most nights i'm sure you're busy and i'm sure you got oh yeah i just keep on. myself yeah i keep yeah, myself but i'm saying man. it's like yo i i saw like yo you're up here and shit it's like why not like make make a new friend it's like i'm at this weird point i don't know if you feel the same way mm. but like i'm out of college i'm out of grad school yeah been working a couple of years now so like if again talk about not having like sports and things to like have people around you it's like you have to make friends and like yeah. read, like go to the go to things and put yourself out there so a lot what happened was a lot of my friends like moved away and shit from yeah. grad school and like after so i still have some but it's just like a new chapter so whenever i see an opportunity to like do some shit like this and no get to know somebody i don't really know but yeah. like yeah. lives pretty close 
close. I'm like, fuck it, man. Maybe they're cool. Maybe they're like an awesome person. I don't know anything about yeah. Like, yo, just by the looks of us, yo, we look like we're mad different, but like, we have a <laughs> lot more in common than you probably think. No, I'm telling you, I think the, the, the Pratt, the Pratt unity, that's drastic too. When you're at Pratt and it's just like, when we have that conversation then, um, I, I, I know personally, like, and even that, speaking of Pratt, it's just like doing those things, playing in men's leagues with people, coworkers and people in my program. So it's like, I've been able to connect with those people and happy hours you do things like that yeah. so um, but it's just like I, it's just the funny thing is like you said it's just the pattern and i'm a very i just i'll be everywhere honestly so it's just like i'll randomly be in um Willimantic, Connecticut, like for yeah. something, you know, like I'm just like I don't want to be in the vicinity of Hartford all the time, cool. just because I live here, you know. But like Connecticut is interesting though, just like the areas I've been, like just seeing what West Hartford, uh, New London, like yeah. random places like that. For so, sure. so it's just like expanding there. Like I want to expand further out and just like just like yo explore type more stuff. of the state. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like yo, I swear, like putting on rollerblades and trying to like find spots around like different areas of like Connecticut mm. and like, you know, just riding around Hartford looking for a handrail or a cool gap or something has gotten me to see way more parts of Connecticut than I ever have. Mm. And like, there are some really dope towns. And like, even if you go like an hour Northwest of here into that corner, like there's some awesome outdoor recreation and shit like hiking. And if you're into like, if you're into like camping and stuff like that, mm. you can do that in Connecticut. If if you want nightlife and like the concrete jungle and every, like they have that if you want beaches they got it yeah. if they want if you want like suburbia and it to be quiet and have like good school systems yeah they got it um, i see it i see your angle i see the angle yeah, i respect that's the it. ct super fan angle for sure for sure i'll say he got you i'm like no. oh no, I know, and it's funny because i've seen those places with the people that i know from connecticut like who went to beaches who go hiking who are outdoorsy and who are in the clubs like i've seen all those type of scenes it's funny but like i think the big thing is is just uh getting out there and doing it like you said because that was i was just i was just chilling i was just chilling trying to figure it out so in the beginning i was just kind of like I don't know, I yeah so when did you move in this place like a year uh, and a half ago when did yeah, you lease up? yeah the lease is up in july i believe yeah. but like i i think i got here the july of 2017 so yeah it's been almost it's about to be almost two wow interesting and interesting you said area. you're probably not gonna like renew well well not yeah specifically this area i want something different Okay. different energy uh different different atmosphere just to kind of like uh just just being a different mindset different different space because i think this was a great place to be to start off yeah. um very like you could just tell like if you look at it, like the building's high you know like the area is nice there's parks here so it's just like you could tell it's very fast-paced upper echelon like when it's busy like when it's business hours it's crazy around here it's like so hard to just when I'm after sure. work you're trying to get in it takes forever um, so it's just, I, I just wanted something different, more wholesome, more chill, uh, not struggling for parking. Like, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like just try, try to be more so in, uh, I, I, East Hartford offers a lot of that. I, I've seen it's just kind of like chill, um, a bit more space industrial. Right. But type you want to be close to like, oh yeah. Area yeah, work, yeah, 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 of course. Of course. And honestly, even in down, like the downtown areas, it is dope. It is dope. The nightlife is like a vibe. Um, it's just like, I don't want to do it every week, you know? Like, yeah. I think that's why I got, I, I kind of tired of myself out of it after and when i first started i'm like oh this is great i'm out of out of my parents home da, da, da. Yeah. so i was going everywhere and i'm like all right now nah, it's just whatever right. are you still i mean i assume because of like the the like the rap thing mm -hmm. and like all that i assume you're probably going to like 
clubs and venues and stuff. To yeah, perform. just to see. But yeah. um, are, are you past that point in your life? I feel like from what I see, man, I don't see you on social media partying and nah, doing that whole yeah. thing. And like, that's kind of, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you notice the same thing. Like, I'm not really into the scene either. Like, I, I think, don't go out too much. I think the thing is like, my mindset is just like, always i'm a capricorn so it's just like i love the idea of just working hard so it's just like i had um felt that way when i first came out here i was out and about and then i chilled and then i had just stuff happening in life so and just being a rapper and being an artist like i wanted to i'm so uber focused on trying to just like capsulize that moment of like where what it was just adversity, or... all those negative, all those negative thoughts, all those things, all the, all the BS you go through. It's just kind of like, all right, how do I like this is this is something I can't pass by. Like I just want to write it down. So I was a lot of music. So that's the thing. Like right now, it's just been like gearing up um, for the I, like my music project. So the, I haven't dropped anything since December of 2017. Since so, Swish. So since Swish, right? So it's like I've dropped songs here and yeah, there. Yeah, you right. But like moving, I want a yeah. project, right? So it's like I appreciate that. But it's like uh, I want to drop a project. So. Uh, just had mad shit going on last year. Very, very rough year. So it's just like, all right, I, I'm zoned in on that. And then once um it's over, after once I drop that, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm back on it because it's just like I do miss it, but it's just like I don't want to miss the moment, miss the gap of just the creative spark that I have right now. So I've been writing like crazy. Like if I just showed you, if I showed you like my notes, you'd be like, what the hell? Like why yeah. some of the songs? You know, I write I, you know? too, man. I write. I'm a firm believer of writing is like it's a very important tool that I think I'm saying computers too. They help us write in so many yeah, ways, yeah. right? But um, writing something down is there's just something about it. I I journal every like three two to three days just and sometimes it's about what i'm going through sometimes it's just about some random shit that happened yeah sometimes yeah. it's just about some random like thought i had on a toilet or whatever but it's nothing like um it's just what's on my mind but i love it man like writing pen to paper there's something about it it's just like You've written it down. It's on paper. No matter if you've admitted it to nobody yeah, or like yeah. you've admitted it to nobody but yourself, yo, it's out there. Yeah. You did it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I love that aspect. And of it, it. and I think the thing is, I'm I'm a big I overanalyze a lot. So yeah, um, no, I was gonna that's say that's how it works. So it's just like so. For example, like I kid you not, like every day I'll go to work when I go to work in the morning, like I'll have an instrumental like beat that I've been working on because I'm like I I found like a flow or a melody or a content or a bar that just sounds dope and i'll just freestyle the whole time in the morning like just driving to work i'll just like freestyle re loop the beat hear it again do it like do it again and just keep on practicing it until it sounds right um and then boom it's just like you, you you've recorded put it out but um that's the thing i'm, I'm a big overanalyzer so it's just i, I got i write a lot that's just what it is but i want i want well, to really step back i want to step back though i want to step back though i want i want to i think after i drop this project i kind of want to have fun with it like like, I don't want to be too, yo, it's just because it's just like, all right, I want to be able to cap, like, just capitalize on all this emotional ball, this thought, this feeling that I have to make sure that someone like you who listens can be like, all right, I could feel the emotion in his voice. I could hear the tone or the passion or the anger or the the the, the, the happiness, whatever it may be. So yeah. it's like, I, I'm focusing so much on that and like uh, watching YouTube videos or watching interviews of 
other artists who are the top tier, you know, the top tier artists everybody listens to. And like, what do they do? You know, things like that. So try to steal a blueprint from the blueprint. And uh, I just want, but I want to be a time where I just relax and I'm just chilling, like just enjoying music. Like I want to listen to music and just be like, oh, this is great. Listen, like I'm not analyzing what they're saying. I'm not analyzing the beat. Like you're just there for the ride. Yeah, just that's, that's the perfect how, way. That's yeah. that's the way I describe movies as well as music. Mm-hmm. Music, it's a, uh, it's it's not. It can be very immersive, obviously. Oh, yeah. But uh, and also a movie. Like I'm not thinking when I'm watching a movie. You know how there's those people that are like, oh, I knew the bad guy from the beginning. I yeah. knew it was that guy. Yeah. When this happened, I'm like, dude, I wasn't even thinking that. Shit. Yeah, I'm you just, just there watching for the it. ride. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just there for the ride, man. But I was gonna say, like, oh, you seem like a very, uh, you seem like a very spiritual person. That yeah, I, from yeah. what I seem, uh, you know, on your Instagram and from hearing what you're saying now, um, you know, it does seem like you overanalyze and think a lot. Where does that come from? So, oh, well, my entire life, I mean, just like going to church and stuff like that. But um, oh, I was so very religious. But but okay. the, but this is the thing. See, I'm gonna explain it like this though. Like, I don't want you to think that I'm like insane because it's like. No, I went to a private school that was Baptist Christian, right? And they like, it was aggressive. It was like aggressive religion and it was really shoved in your face, right? So I could tell you that when it comes to um, the idea of just a higher being and this and the third, I definitely believe in that. Um, And then when I went to school, it was like, okay, I'm not in the concubines of a religious school, even though my school was Catholic, but it wasn't like, it's college. It's college, it's college. It don't matter, private school or not. They're yeah. still turning up. They're still doing crazy things, right? <laughs> so I'm like, and I was a basketball player. So, so it's right. like, you're yeah, party. athlete, so you party, you have fun. And, and um, then, uh, like, you have to, I'm trying to figure myself out. And then um, when I graduated, started working, uh, I picked up reading again. I used to read a lot, but then I was like, as you can see, it's just mad books behind me but there was a book uh called emotions by osho and that was it and that was where i was just like all right like i'm deeply into it um he was kind of like uh let uh, off of buddhism but he kind of created his own thought that's process the vibe i get around you yeah you read a lot of stuff like oh that. no no after i read that it was over like osho is the goat to me like yeah. he 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 was um he makes things so simple because, like, your mind will heal, heal or kill you. And like, who is right he? So just people can know. Uh, he he was and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> best. Way, the best way I could put it, um, he was just like a religion enthusiast. He was kind of off of. Uh, he was a rebel to Buddhism in a sense. Like he kind of was saying like Buddhism was too uh, shackled. It was too shackled. It was too closed minded. And he was kind of trying to break off of certain things that Buddhism taught, and he was more so a free thinker. But he also was making life very simple. He was trying to make sure that you don't, your mind is something, your emotion is something. Like, don't just overanalyze things. Like, it's very simple. Like, take a step back and do X, Y, and Z. Like, you see people do yoga now and meditate. I just started doing it. Yeah, right. So, like, your meditation is probably hence broken off of Buddhism and that yogi, the yogi aspect. His was like, he has like different things yeah. he, he call like dynamic meditation. And he'll be like, okay, uh, you'll do, you'll scream. Whatever you think about for like 10 minutes, just do this. Okay, play music and do this for 10 minutes. Okay, now do control breathing for 10 minutes. And do this. So he'll do certain things like, the, like the, the Islamic community will be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's yeah. not who we are. And he's like, no, like. So he this was, is the way I. This think is the way I f- exactly. So um, cool. he was he was dope, man, and that and I've gotten every single book that he's like That's made. Dope. Like it was he was. Are you familiar with the term? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the term flow psychology? Just the term. Of you know, flow? because um, that's yo, really that's crazy. You said that. Uh, I've Chick recently been looking high. at that. Chick sent me. That's the guy. Uh, yeah, that's how you pronounce his last name. It's like Chick sent me high. He's like this 
psychologist. <laughs> I think he's like uh, is he Norwegian or yeah, something? I don't know. Way like something that. He might be something Polish. Yeah, yeah, Polish maybe. I think. You know, I, so it's basically just this concept that as humans, we are most effective when we are in this. This is what this guy's theory is. Okay. That we are the most effective when we are in this state of flow. Correct. And flow state is like when you are very, you are enjoying something, you're doing something with passion, but it also requires a lot of focus. And what I always describe skiing is okay. perfect yeah. because you're going down the hill at 50, 55 miles an hour. You're focused like crazy. You got to pick your line. You got to think about where you're going to go. All of a sudden you see something, you got to readjust your plan. Like you got to be so in the moment mm -hmm. and there's no other time that I love more than moments like that. Yeah. And like, and then taking that moment and thinking about that, if you could apply that mindset to your work or yeah. your art or whatever, like that's like, that's what that guy is saying. Flow psychology is like, that's where you would be most productive as a human is if you can achieve these flow states. And there's people who say you can fake it. Like you can, um, you know, you can smoke a joint, mm. drink a cup of coffee and go for a run. Like that's what they say. Yeah, like yeah, flow yeah. states. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get an advantage. Like, shit like that. Like, I don't know. I never really tried it, but yeah. Um, You've heard of that stuff? No, before? yeah. It's funny you said that because like I I have it tabbed on like my internet explorer to like get the books off Amazon. Like that's the next thing I want to really focus on because I see, when I was watching that he did a TED talk, I believe. So that's that's what got my attention, and uh, I understood that flow because of basketball. Like I've been yeah, in those moments, exactly. like because there's a flow basketball moment, and I was like, yo, like like it's just outer worldly experience. So it's right. just like I understand. I want to get that. Right. I but imagine you're just like, yo, it's, I'm so happy though, because like you have something where mm. you can relate that to, because like, yo, there's a lot of people that don't really do anything. Yeah. They kind of just come, they do their nine to five. Uh, they come home. home. Like, yo, we don't really have something it's that scary. even initiates an action like yeah. that. But like, dude, I'm so fucking engaged all the time with this To be shit honest with I'm you, doing. you surprised me though. Cause I really thought you were going to be from when I, when I seen you two years ago, I thought you were like fit you were a perfect fit for what pratt whitney is well dude the thing is, honestly like, but i was curious because you had the article on my site and that's how i reached out to you and i was like man i'm like okay like he's definitely one of those like he's one of those guys like the pratt like you're okay i'm corporate for 30 years i'm a vp exec for this that and the third clean cut and that's why you reached out to me because he thought i was like some bro, VP. I, no bro, no I, I mean when i seen that i was like just enter like you look i'm like why is he like Getting a well, one I was like, oh, he got an article and he's an intern. I'm an intern. I didn't get an article. I'm like, he's clearly doing something right, you know. So stuff yeah. like that. No, I'm curious. I want to know like, yeah. why you ended up. I'm curious. Doing it. Like that was that was the thought process. Cause I'm like, uh, I, when I seen him, I'm like, all right, why? How did Pratt and Whitney find this guy? That's one. And then two, I'm like, okay, he has this whole podcast and this, that, and the third. And it's like you're getting that whole spotlight on something that hundreds of yeah. thousands of people saw me, yeah, on that site, me, you know. Let me tell. I, I maybe nah. I'll uh, I'll tell the story in the intro. Uh, the whole story. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. So I got that. I got that. Uh, that spotlight. And then you. I remember you reaching out to me. Yeah. And at first, I was like. Oh, and I, it was like my first corporate job, right? So anytime somebody emailed me that I didn't know, I'd be like, oh my God, holy shit. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you were like, hello, <laughs> can I meet with you? And yeah, I was yeah. like, and then I looked you up and I saw you were another intern. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I saw it, you were like, do you want to have lunch? And I had no idea. And it's just really funny because I wrote about this today when I when I wrote my little journal. Okay. I said that uh, it's really insane that the power of the internet or this podcast or whatever can get you in touch with people mm. just like that article did. Yeah, yeah. Like that article got us like got us in touch in some weird way. You reached out to me. I responded. We met up. We had a cup of coffee. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden here, we're sitting here 
here fucking three years later with the power <laughs> of the internet. We're well, talking three years, to your apartment. Scary, yeah. Like, yo, but how cool is that? Like, that's the age we're living in. You saw my profile as a suggested friend. You reached out to me and yeah. like, yo, we did this shit, man. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that? Yeah. And that's and I think that that's another thing, like being being receptive. Like I think I think I would definitely tell listeners and people like, man, like you only live once. Like literally, man. So it's just like if you feel something in the moment, intuition, that's a big thing I'll always push too. Um, intuition, trust your gut at all times. Cause that's that's the that's the higher being speaking to you. So that and that's what I felt. I'm like, yo, who the hell is this dude? Gotta react on it. If I didn't, imagine if I never did. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it would time would just go by and that's just what it is. Like you're just another person on the earth. Like so yeah. that's the reason I had to, man. It was interesting, man. That was that time. That time went by so fast. Yo, right? To think about it, I mean, it's been like yeah, probably two and a half. Two and years, a half. But yeah. yeah, it's insane how quickly time has gone by. But I gotta tell you, it's like I'm really happy you did, and that's yeah, why yeah. that I. That's why when you reached out to me over Instagram, I'm like, all right, maybe this could be a cool relationship, yeah. Yeah. and maybe like this dude who's this in this rap community and this shit that I seem so like distant from, yeah. yo, maybe I can take a thing, a thing or two yeah. from you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's why it's like, people need to be receptive to, like you said, be receptive to other people, other cultures, other lifestyles. And that's what this show's about, man. And like, it has got me to talk to some people that, you know, I have never met before yeah. or like, yo, it's gotten me to know people or reconnect with people that I haven't spoken with in years. And like, that's why I keep doing it because like those reasons, because all of a sudden now I'm finding that I'm connected with a lot more people yeah. and I have a pulse on a lot. Maybe it's Instagram's algorithm or something. <laughs> but I have a lot more like pulse on people's lives now because I'm way more connected yeah. because of whatever the way I use the internet, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I just hope you keep doing the podcast for until you, uh, I guess it's not, you don't feel like doing it. Like I just yeah. don't, I hope it's just like, cause it's kind of dope. Everybody, everybody's doing it. It's a, it's definitely a, a, a watered down market to some people that I've spoken to. They're like, oh, everybody, you got a podcast too, like this and the third. And I'm just like, yo, at the end of the day, there's so many people that should be speaking in this universe. Like we need to use our our, yeah. our verbal speech and be able to get out yeah. there. And influence. You're influencing somebody. Dude, and like, you know? yo, I am like, dude, and it sounds crazy. And I'm not like tooting my horn saying I'm nah, influencing all so. these people. Got to. But like, yo, sometimes people have hit me up and been like, yo, that shit you said, like whatever. It got me. Yeah. It got me to start writing yeah. shit down. Like I did a podcast recently and someone reached out and was like yo you're like shit about goals was mad inspirational i'm like starting to write shit down i want to like start clean off this year i want to like start cooking i was like yo good man like that's awesome and the fact that that indirectly came from me speaking into a microphone in like my studio apartment or whatever like that's fucking awesome yeah you know what i mean yeah. and like whether whether that person sticks to it or not it's like the fact that i even got that person to change their mindset from potentially thousands of miles away is crazy um so that's why i do this man i don't do this to like quit my day job (laughs) i try to do it once a week like i said the last couple weeks i've been slipping yeah um hopefully this gets you back on it yeah yeah no absolutely dude i gotta stop slacking yeah for sure you too brother (laughs) well hey man i appreciate you uh, having me over here and i hope we can hang out again soon my man no new haven pizza remember i said that absolutely anything else you want to plug before you get out of here tell Uh, them where they can find you and all your shit uh, my instagram and twitter is meech underscore bull m-e-e-c-h bold and then uh i think a final piece of words i really say is um definitely look at yourself self-fulfillment make sure you're happy and whatever your situation is uh always look at yourself and you you will have the answers and um just uh don't stress out too much about this money stuff man it's it's, it's everywhere billions of dollars is everywhere so don't worry about it don't be chasing (laughs) that coin (laughs) all right guys good night yo yo i need a car I have to go to the garden, 
I'm gonna be late. I need one right now. Can you please call La Luna? Alright. Uh-huh. 